Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wrestling Debate for Wednesday, September 20th, 2017. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolmo. Welcome to what truly will be another night of epic proportions. one 444 7044 caller ID, 139925-POUND. You can join us right now till 9 o'clock. Of course, we are expecting King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the very classy lady, the M to the L to the D, Michelle Lindotts, as you know as well, ladies and gentlemen, and we have got a great show lined up for you here tonight at Wrestling Debate for episode number 68. Glad you could join us here on our Wednesday night. We're here till 9 o'clock. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we got a lot to talk about, however, in more ways than one, however. So give us a call right now, however. Uh, We will be here till 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, so be sure to check us out. Uh, as we begin the show tonight, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about, of course, uh, this Sunday's upcoming No Mercy. And, of course, as you know, No Mercy will be live this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, live on the WWE Network, live from the Staples Center in the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. Of course, a lot going down, as you would expect. However, of course, the big match that everyone is talking about, however, is, of course, the world title matchup involving the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar, taking on the monster among men, Brock, uh, Braun Strowman, if you will, however. And uh, like I said, however, the other big match that everyone is talking about, of course, mind you, is uh, the big one between John Cena and, of course, Roman Reigns. And uh, we have so much to discuss, however. We hope to have, however, uh, and. And uh, we hope to have for you in just a few minutes uh, thoughts uh, of this particular pay-per-view, however, mind you, however, with one of the true first lady of wrestling, if you will, the very classy lady herself, however, in more ways than one. It is the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lindot, who will be trying to get on with us in a few minutes here as well. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk a little bit about the No Mercy show, however, the lineup that you will see this coming Sunday live from the Staples Center in the City of Angels. Of course, coming up at 9 o'clock, we will talk about last night's very unique SmackDown that occurred live at the Oracle Center in Oakland, California, if you will. Last night, of course, a lot went down there last night, including the return of Shane McMahon after being suspended last week, however, by GM Daniel Bryan, however, and basically being, well, 
suspended for a week after what had happened the week prior to that, however, if you will, however. We saw, however, Vince McMahon, however, try to confront Kevin Owens, if you will, last Monday, Tuesday night in Las Vegas, but last night, Shane O'Mac stood up for his father and his family's legacy in honor her by telling Kevin Owens what he thought of him. And now, as a result, Kevin Owens, of course, will be taking on Shane McMahon at Hell in a Cell in just a few weeks' time, ladies and gentlemen. Also last night in Oakland, however, ladies and gentlemen, we saw Charlotte Flair get the rights to face off with Natalya Nightheart, of course, after winning a very hard-fought six-pack challenge, if you will, and has put her name back into the title scene as far as SmackDown goes. And now we'll face off with Natalya once again, ladies and gentlemen, this time at Hell in a Cell in just a few weeks' time. Also for the tag team titles, however, in using their rematch clause after losing the titles to the New Day in the Las Vegas Street fight just a week ago, however, it will be Jimmy and Jay Uso, believe it or not, demanding a rematch against the boys that are, of course, however, Jimmy and Jay, of course. And as a result, the New Day, of course, will be forced to... uh, Put their titles on the line yet again, ladies and gentlemen, against Jimmy and Jay Howard. This time in Hell in a Cell, as the Usos have decided to use their rematch clause. Uh, but getting back to No Mercy, ladies and gentlemen, here are some of the other matches that you will see coming up this Sunday on the WWE Network. Excuse me. Uh, first off, it will be Finn Balor taking on Bray Wyatt. It will be take. It'll be cruiserweight title action. When the high-flying sensation, the king of the cruiserweights, Neville, takes on Mr. How-You-Doing himself, Enzo Amore. Also in action, it will be for the IC title, Jason Jordan taking on The Miz. And for the tag team titles, however, it will be Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, the Shield, two-thirds of the Shield, if you will, taking on the Bar Boys, Sheamus and Cesaro. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, it will be a fatal five-way for the women's title. How originally it was supposed to be a fatal four-way, but last week, of course, Bailey decided to make her return after being off for a month and a half hour due to an injury and has now announced that she herself has thrown her name into the hat, into the ring, if you will, and as a result, it will now be, however, a fatal five-way. However, mind you, when they will be going at it coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen, however, in a big-time matchup as the boss, Sasha Banks, will take on the current women's champion, Alexa Bliss, taking on Nia Jax, taking on Emma, taking on Bailey. Of course, the other big story, of course, is, of course, possibly the debut of Asuka. Yes, folks, the powerful uh, female Japanese warrior, if you will, or the Empress of Tomorrow, of course, will be making her WWE Monday Night Raw debut, possibly either sometime Following No Mercy, however, in the next few weeks, however, or possibly within the next month or so, as she has already given the WWE Raw fans, however, a little bit of a glimpse of what we're going to see when she comes up to the main roster sometime within the next month or so. Anyway, that being said, folks, it promises to be a very interesting show, however, mind you, coming up this Sunday in the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, right now, of course, we're going to tell you about some other things going on, however. And we have heard, ladies and gentlemen, however, that WWE has already announced, however, that so far, however, they have announced the following DVDs that will be coming out for you video viewer fans, however, coming up in 2018, however. And as a result, however, uh, right now, however, they are talking about it right now, however, 
what uh, DVDs will be available coming up next year. The best of SmackDown Live, ladies and gentlemen, however, will be uh, Raw 2017 will be released in 2017. Also, ladies and gentlemen, possibly, however, uh, believe it or not, some other DVDs will be out, including, however, the best of possibly maybe Bruno San Martino, The Wyatt Family, The Best of Andre the Giant, The Best of Shotgun Saturday Night, Unreleased Matches of Shawn Michaels, The Ultimate Warrior and the Macho Man, uh, 1998, A Look Back, uh, documentary of Kurt Angle, which of course earlier this year came out with one in August. The Best of Ravishing Rick Rude, uh, another Goldberg DVD. Uh, possibly, however, the Best of WWE Superstars, however. Shane McMahon's Craziest Matches are just some of the titles that uh, have been thrown around, however, that could be coming out, ladies and gentlemen, in 2018. However, for you WWE DVD nuts. Well, so far, ladies and gentlemen, we can now confirm that these have been listed so far that could be coming out sometime in 2017. A Raw special 25th anniversary will be out for the general public since next January will be the 25th anniversary of Raw. Best pay-per-view matches of 2017. The best of Raw and SmackDown Live 2017. The best of NXT 2017. The phenomenal AJ Styles, however. Shawn Michaels unreleased, however. And possibly some more along the way. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, of course, WWE released just a few weeks ago, unreleased, never unforeseen matches, 1986 through 1995. It is now out uh, at your local video store. However, if you have not gotten it yet, I suggest you order it very, very soon. Uh, of course, yesterday they released SummerSlam out on video as well and DVD. Coming up next month in October, they will release the following. October 3rd, 1997, Dawn of the Attitude. October 17, Finn Balor, Iconic Matches, along with John Cena and Roman Reigns. And then, of course, on October 24, ladies and gentlemen, the history of the Survivor Series will be told in 30 years of the Survivor Series. They did one earlier this year for uh, the Royal Rumble. Now it's going to be the Survivor Series' turn to get their uh, moment in the sun, so to speak. And as a result, they will be uh, doing one coming up on October 24. Then on November 14, ladies and gentlemen, check out the next NXT DVD in your library. NXT from Secret to Sensation, Volume 2. In this one, we will leave off from uh, Volume 1, where we get to see more matches from your favorite NXT superstars, including Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Tasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bailey, Paige, Emma, uh, Samoa Joe, and so much, much more. Also on November 14, however, we'll be coming out with No Mercy in Hell in a Cell, a double feature, and then at the end of the month of November, however, it will be TLC 2017, right after Thanksgiving for your early Christmas needs to order. Speaking of TLC, ladies and gentlemen, of course, TLC will be coming up on October 22nd, ladies and gentlemen, live on the WWE Network, live from the Gopher State of Minnesota in the city of Minneapolis, live at the Target Center, if you will, and that should be a very good show. Of course, uh, November 26th, I believe, will be Survivor Series, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pulling up some of the dates right now. I can tell you the... Um, Next uh, few dates, however, as far as WWE goes, after this uh, coming uh, weekend, if you will. And I will tell you what uh, pay-per-view dates are available for the WWE. 
Uh, like I said, however, we'll tell you some of the dates are coming up, however, mind you, however. Uh, like I said, however, we'll definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Of course, Hell in a Cell, as you know, will be coming up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on October 8, 2017, live at the brand-new Little Caesars Arena, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, that'll be held in Detroit, Michigan. As a result, however, it broke ground just a few years ago, if you will, however, and has actually opened up to the public just a couple of weeks ago at a construction cost of literally $863 million. That's right, $863 million arena, million, however. And I'm looking at a picture of the arena right now. It's very nice. It's a lot better than the Joe Lewis Arena. That's why it's going to be very exciting when they have Hell in a Cell there in just a few weeks' time. I imagine it'll get a crowd of between 19 and 20,000. Of course, it's located on Woodward Avenue there in downtown Detroit, Michigan. Anyway, that's where uh, Hell in a Cell will be in just a few weeks' time. Uh, following that, of course, uh, we will have TLC, as I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, from, um, like I said, however, um, coming up from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, some of the other events that are upcoming, however, include the following as we're looking ahead, however. Uh, November 19, of course, ladies and gentlemen, they will have uh, live from Houston, Texas, ladies and gentlemen, and that city, however, the Survivor Series, of course. And then on December 17, they will close out the year in style, ladies and gentlemen, with the return Clash of the Champions. So, unfortunately, TLC will be bumped up a few months from December to October, while Clash of the Champions is going to be bumped back to late December, if you will, right before Christmas on Sunday, December 17, live from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Now, so far, ladies and gentlemen, we have heard these two pay-per-views have been listed already for 2018. The Royal Rumble, of course, will be held in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, in the city of Brotherly Love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at the Wells Fargo Center. And, of course, WrestleMania 34, live on the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, Howard down there on Bourbon Street in Cajun Country, USA, and also the French Quarter, New Orleans, Louisiana. Now, this year, we understand, of course, so far, however, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what will happen there, of course, uh, this year, we understand that WWE so far has had, uh, looking at the calendar right now, this will be the 6th, this is going to be the 10th, the 11th, this is going to be the 12th pay-per-view already this year, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, four more to go. Uh, when it's all said and done this year, ladies and gentlemen, however, which is crazy, however, we're going to have a total of 16, 16, the highest high in the record from 2006. Uh, prior to that, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, last year they had only 13. This year they'll be top in their mark from 2006. Uh, as of, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at this point, our uh, total, however, which is incredible, however, uh, going into uh, the end of this year, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, this is absolutely crazy. Over 300-plus pay-per-view events have been held. And, of course, as you know, the two big matches that uh, – uh, our upcoming, of course, are No Mercy and Hell in a Cell. Of course, uh, TLC will be a Raw-branded show this year. Survivor Series, of course, will have their turn uh, along with SmackDown Street Survivor Series, of course, in November. And then I believe in late December will be SmackDown's turn once again, of course, following Hell in a Cell to wrap up the year with Clash of the Champions. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, another thing that's pretty wild when you think about it, ladies and gentlemen, the top ten wrestlers with the most pay-per-view matches as of this year. However, it's going to blow your mind how on who's been in the longest. And uh, here are the lists of the top five superstars. 
Number five, Big Show has been in 142 pay-per-view matches since he uh, debuted in 1999 with his last pay-per-view match earlier this year. John Cena is fourth with 152, debuting in 2002. Triple H, however, going into this year, was number three with 164 with his first pay-per-view match coming up, of course, in 1995. The Undertaker, second all-time with 166, ladies and gentlemen, uh, debuting in 1990. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, up until last year, ladies and gentlemen, the man who held the record the longest, however, is the big red monster, Kane, with 170. So, folks, uh, talk about some very interesting people uh, setting some records, if you will, in more ways than one. Uh, again, Hell in a Cell is already going to be held, as I, uh, as I said, going to be held in a few weeks' time. Uh, so far, some of the matches that are on the card include the following as of last night. Jinder Mahal with the Singh Brothers once again will defend his title against Shinsuke Nakamura. Shane McMahon will take on Kevin Owens. For the SmackDown Tag Team titles, it will be the New Day taking on the Usos. And for the women's title, however, it will be Natalya Nightheart taking on Charlotte Flair. So far, there are four matches that have been listed. I'm sure there will be another two or three matches thrown in the next week, week and a half or two. But so far, it doesn't look like a bad lineup for Hell in a Cell, let's just say. Uh, compared to No Mercy. So, folks, we will definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, just a quick reminder, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out uh, Wrestling Revolution at 5 p.m. Gerard, Michelle, myself, and the gang will be giving you our side opinions and maybe some bets, too, as far as No Mercy goes, uh, beginning at 5 p.m. on Revolution. We'll talk more about that, of course, uh, coming up uh, this Sunday. And of course, tonight on Revolution, we'll talk about last night's SmackDown as well, coming up at 9 o'clock. Gerard and I will have your news and headlines for you. While John Gross will have your birthdays and dates in history. And of course, speaking of Gerard and Michelle, the king and queen of top madness, be sure to listen to them every Saturday night on Wrestling uh, uh, um, Attitude Radio 138982. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, that is on Saturday nights at 9 p.m. as you can join the best damn Saturday night show here on Talk Show with the king and queen of Talk Show Radio. And also, uh, you can listen to them every Thursday night on Top Peel Inc., ladies and gentlemen, along with yours truly, the Iceman, of course. Uh, on Top Peel every Thursday night at 7 p.m., 140562 is the caller ID. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we all also have for you Wolfpack Radio tomorrow night, 138521-POUND, and that should be a very, very exciting show tomorrow night. Uh, so be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be very significant, however, in more ways than one uh, coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's just say uh, we are definitely uh, looking forward to, uh, like I said, huh? Uh, we will definitely be uh, keeping an eye on uh, that for you, ladies and gentlemen. However, uh, in more ways than one, like I said, uh, we are definitely going to be uh, keeping a close eye on things, however. And like I said, um, I'm trying to think what else can we discuss. Uh, a lot has happened, of course, in the last week or so as far as non-wrestling news go. And I know usually we don't... Uh, uh, shy away from uh, wrestling talk all that much, but in this case, we're going to have to die, shy away from it for just a few minutes. Of course, uh, the big news obviously coming out of Mexico City, of course, also earlier today. Uh, in case you did not hear earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, a very serious earthquake, however, mind you, however, uh, struck the country of Mexico. And as a result, as of tonight, we understand over 220 people, 230 people have been reported dead in a very serious earthquake that struck that country. Uh, the magnitude of the quake, we understand, ladies and gentlemen, was measured at 7.1. Uh, again, our thoughts and prayers, however. Uh, like I said, however, 
our thoughts and prayers with those people, however, in uh, Mexico tonight, however, after what they went through, however, this past week. Very heartbreaking, to say the least. And we are definitely thinking of you right now in that Mexico uh, city uh, area, if you will, however, because of what had happened. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, our thoughts and prayers with the people of Puerto Rico, if you will, of course. Earlier today, however, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Hurricane uh, Maria left, left its... Uh, Destruction and let's just say uh, cause of uh, absolutely no, oh, like I said, left uh, its uh, wake and cause in that uh, country. And as a result, we understand how, as of tonight, how the hurricane is kind of slowing down, if you will. But as of yesterday morning, if you will, we understand, however, mind you, uh, that as of tonight, however, uh, 100% of the U.S. territory has lost power and also. It is weakened to a Category 2 earthquake, or excuse me, earthquake hurricane with maximum sustained winds of 110 miles per hour. It was located about 90 miles east-northeast of Punta Cana, believe it or not, however, after being in Puerto Rico for much of the day. However, it could be hitting Turks and Caicos in the eastern half of the Bahamas by tomorrow and Friday, if you will. But again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we definitely want to say prayers for all those people in the Caribbean and also in Puerto Rico, however, after what happened today and in the next in the coming days ahead, we hope everyone's safe and okay, but uh, this is very heartbreaking to watch and see, if you will, but uh, we will definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in case you're wondering, uh, some other news going on, of course, again, we do kind of shy away from wrestling talk from time to time here on Outside the Ropes. Uh, we will report that tonight our legendary boxer, Jake LaMotta, uh, best known for his role in the 1980 boxing documentary, if you will, however, mind you, however, it was uh, uh, reported today, and sadly, it has been confirmed to us as well, ladies and gentlemen, that believe it or not, however, uh, Jake LaMotta, the man who Robert De Niro played in the 1980 boxing documentary movie, however, uh, believe it or not, however, and who, believe it or not, uh, turned... Uh, like I said, he just turned 96 years uh, old, believe it or not, uh, earlier this year, however, believe it or not, however. Uh, sadly passed away, however, should, yes, 96, uh, who would have been 96 next year, I should say, not 96 uh, right now, but 96 next uh, summer. Sadly passed away today at the age of 95. Uh, Lamont, of course, fought in 106 career bouts, however, winning 83, losing only 19 with four draws and winning 30 of them by KO. Of course, he turned professional at the age of 19 back in 1941 and had six legendary bouts with the great Sugar Ray Robinson. The first fight, of course, took place, as I mentioned, in October of 1942. Lamotta knocked him down in the first round of the fight, but then Robinson got up and took over much of the fight, winning by a 10-round decision. Uh, less than uh, three, three and a half months later, at Olympia Stadium in Detroit, Michigan, of course, between the two competitors, of course, the Detroit Olympia, which, of course, used to be the home of the Detroit Red Wings and home to many events, and was demolished in 1987 after it closed in 1980, however. It would have been worth $35 million uh, this last year, however, and simply known as the Old Red Barn, of course, hosted the rematch between the two competitors. Uh, the eighth round, of course, however, was historic when the model landed a right to Sugar Ray's head and a left to his body, sending him through the ropes. However, Robinson was saved by the bell, however, and before... The fight ended, however, Lamar took another shot at Robinson, this time uh, basically staggering Sugar Ray, in which Sugar Ray could not respond. Lamar won by decision, and Robinson the first defeat of his career. 
Unfortunately, three weeks later, however, the two would meet yet again however, in Detroit, however, and Robinson was knocked down once again by Lamont in round seven. However, Robinson stated after the fight, however, he really hurt me in that seventh round as I was a little dazed to decide to stay up. Robinson, of course, uh, was true to his word despite the fact many people thought that he didn't have a chance against Lamont again. This time, Al Robinson won the rematch by unanimous decision. He had two out of three victories against uh, Jake Lamotta, utilizing a left jab and jarring uppercut. Uh, Lamotta said the fight was gifted to Sugar because he would be inducted into the Army the next day and felt that he got cheated out of that match and said that that fight was fixed all along. Unfortunately, however, two years later, however, a fourth fight between the two, however, which was set for ten rounds, went to place, took place yet again, this time in Madison Square Garden in New York City, New York, three years after that first fight, Robinson would once again come victorious. Uh, for the fifth fight between the two, they would meet, however, later that year in September in Chicago. It was final 14,755. However, Robinson said out of all the fights he fought against uh, Lamar, which turned out to be six, this was the toughest fight he had ever had with Jake. However, as a result, once again, Robinson came through, however, by winning on a controversial split decision over 12 rounds, which took to be the first uh, fight between these two. Uh, after the two of them had fought for 10 rounds previously in their four uh, prior bouts. The last time they would fight, however, would be, however, in February of 1951 at Chicago Stadium, known as the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Robinson, of course, however, was never able to lock Lamotta down, however, but Robinson somehow, however, won by TKO when Lamotta was just laying on the ropes and couldn't answer the bell for the 14th round. As a result, however, Robinson then, however, basically won the bout and ended his legacy against Lamotta, winning five out of six times against Jake Lamotta. Uh, in 1970, of course, uh, Hollywood approached him about his uh, memoir that he wrote called Raging Bull, My Story, which 10 years later became a big box office hit. Howard starring Robert De Niro to play in the role of Jake Lamotta along with Joe Pesci and the late, uh, late Frank, uh, I'm trying to think what's his name here, I just thought of it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just saw it. So bear with me here. I know I know who it was. I just I just saw it too. So please bear with me. Uh, of course, he uh, of course was turned out to be none other than uh, Frank Vincent. There it is, Frank Vincent. I couldn't remember his name. Of course, Frank Vincent, of course, as you know, better known to you all uh, back in the day, of course, uh, as a very unique guy, of course, uh, who started on the TV show The Sopranos, and also he uh, played the role of Phil. New York City gangster, and also appeared in the movie Goodfellas, however, with, uh, believe it or not, Howard Joe Pesci, of course, his former Raging Bull uh, co-star, as well as Robert De Niro teaming up with him yet again. Sadly, of course, Vincent uh, suffered a heart attack last week, and we lost him at the age of 80, however, uh, referring to Vincent, so our thoughts and prayers are still with the Vincent family and friends as of tonight, Howard, and also of Mr. Lamont's friends and family tonight, however, after we heard the news earlier this afternoon. Uh, but getting back to uh, Raging Bull for just a minute, however, of course, De Niro got the role of uh, Jake Lamar and actually gained 60 pounds during the shooting until the play Jake, however. Uh, in his personal life, however, unfortunately, however, uh, he also had four daughters, however, mind you, while he had, um, I believe, three sons. Let me just double-check here. I'm looking at his uh, history here as uh, I'm finding right now. In February 1998, his son, Jake, died of liver cancer in February of 1998, and, of course, later on that year, his younger son, Joseph, died in the crash of a Swiss Air Flight 111. Uh, of course, 
He appeared also in a 50-minute New York State production called Lady and the Champ, however, back in July of 2012. Uh, he also, believe it or not, however, was uh, in production, however, to the sequel of Raging Bull, although MGM filed a suit to halt the project, saying that Lamar did not have the right to make a sequel. The lawsuit was, of course, changed uh, two years ago, I believe, or three years ago, when he decided to change the title from the Bronx Bull uh, Crazy Bulls of the Bronx Bull, however. Unfortunately, that movie never got filmed whatsoever and was never made. Uh, at the time, however, William Forsyth was supposed to play the role as the model while Paul Servino would play the model's dad. It would also feature John Mantegna, Tom Sizemore, Penelope Ann Miller, Natasha Heritage, and Ray Wise. William Forsyth, of course, as you know, uh, has been in movies like Raising Arizona, Once Upon a Time in America, Things to Do in Denver, uh, Dick Tracy, among others. Of course, he of course also appeared in the 1987 Coen Brothers movie, however, Raising Arizona, if you will. Uh, but getting back to Jake, of course, he of course died of complications from pneumonia today in a nursing home, however, as we mentioned, and as a result, he turned out to be 95 years old. So again, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Jake's uh, friends and family tonight, however. And uh, believe it or not, he also was married several times. Uh, most notably, he had four daughters, including Christy by his second wife, however, Vicky, and Stephanie by his fourth wife, Demetria. He married his seventh wife, of course, in January of 2013, Denise Baker. Vicky Lamont, of course, tragically, unfortunately, passed away, however, in January of 2005, however, mind you. At the age of 75, she died following open heart surgery two days after her 75th birthday, sadly. And, uh, of course, she married Jake when she was 16 after they met at a pool. They would then divorce after being married for 11 years. However, as I said, having four children, they would have two sons, Jake Jr. and Joe, and our Christy. Uh, in 1962, she got remarried, I believe, a second time to Tony Foster. They had a son, Harrison, and, of course, she would divorce from him later on in her life. Uh, before she passed away, however, uh, she worked as a cosmetic sales girl and also posed for nude in a Playboy magazine in November 1981, however, believe it or not. Uh, she was, of course, portrayed by actress Kathy Moriarty in, of course, Raging Bull. Kathy Moriarty, of course, as you know, has appeared in movies besides of Raging Bull as uh, people, uh, movies like Kindergarten Cop, Another Stakeout, Forget Paris, uh, what else? Lady in the Tramp 2, Scant's Adventure, Tammy, if you will, which is a short film, Soap Dish, and of course with John Belushi, and uh, of course Dan Aykroyd in the movie Neighbors. So Kathy Moriarty, of course, was playing the role of Vicky the Mata back in the 1980 movie, Raging, Raging Bull. Turned out to be a very big, successful hit. By Martin Scorsese, of course, it debuted in December of 1980, made only $24 million, but um, it turned out to be. Later on, however, one of the top ten sports films of all time in the American Film Institute. Also, in the 10th anniversary edition, it was ranked number five. In thrillers, it ranked number 50. And overall, as far as 100 movies go, it ranked number 15, believe it or not. So, certainly, this is definitely one of the greatest movies and all one of the top boxing movies of all time. I will put it way ahead of Rocky, if you ask me, even though Rocky's a good film with Sylvester Stallone. Carl Weathers, Burgess Meredith, of course, and Burt Young, along with Tyler Shear, a.k.a. Tyler Cop uh, Coppola. I almost said his name on Coppola. I said to say Coppola. I meant to say Coppola, the daughter of former Godfather actress and director Francis Ford Coppola. But Martin Scorsese, uh, back in the 
early 80s and late 70s that directed some very unique films, of course. This was one of them. Of course, the two guys who uh, would be a part of Sylvester Stallone's uh, Rocky Trilogy, uh, the late Robert Chartoff and Robert, er, excuse me, Robert Chartoff and Ern Winkler were uh, part of this film as well and helped uh, De Niro land the role, of course, uh, as Jake LaMotta. And like we said, it also started uh, besides Frank Vincent, uh, uh, Kathy Moriarty, and Joe Pesci, uh, Nicholas Colasanto. Uh, Nicholas Colasanto, as you know, back in the day, used to be known as the coach, Ernie Pantuso, if you will. Sadly, unfortunately, and tragically, we lost him in February 1985, however. Uh, believe it or not, however, uh, like I said, however, uh, as a result, however, more than 300 people attended his funeral in front of Carlos Santo in February 1985. The only person that would attend his funeral, tragically, however, uh, was John Ratzenberger, better known to you as Cliff Clavin. Uh, in late 1984, of course, Carlos Santo uh, apparently had some serious health issues, however, he nevertheless, however, kept on working and uh, becoming a big uh, screen uh, and television superstar. But sadly, unfortunately, however, uh, he would die of a heart attack in the early spring of 1985 at the age of 61. Uh, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, when uh, Cheers uh, basically closed up the shop power in 1993, however, uh, one of the things they did do, however, in honor of Nicholas, however, was an old picture of uh, Geronimo, the war Apache Indian that uh, Carlos Santo uh, admired and respected for many years, however, both professionally and personally, however, uh, was hung in his dressing room as a tribute to Nicky. And as a result, Carlos Santo, of course, uh, in the picture, of course, was taken down and I believe put in the Smithsonian Institute, if I'm not mistaken, in honor of him. But uh, you talk about a very unique guy, Nicky Calasanto, uh, of course, besides being a TV superstar, he also was a big-name director back in the day. He directed TV shows such as uh, Chips, one episode with Eric Estrada, The Streets of San Francisco, uh, The Name of the Game with Robert Vaughn, uh, two episodes of the Peter Falk detective show Columbo, an episode of the old uh, cop show Ironside with the late Perry Mason, Raymond Burr, uh, he also directed four episodes of the old uh, TV crime show Hawaii Five-0, however, including three episodes in 1969 and one in 1970. And he also directed one particular episode of the old TV show Mission Impossible called The Council in 1967. So there you go, folks. Some very historical facts, however, involving Nicky Calasanto. So again, Jake Lamont again passing away today at the age of 95. Um, some other news to report as I am going on the wire service here and keeping everyone abreast of what is going on, ladies and gentlemen, and you can check right now, uh, right now, a lot going down, however, uh, tonight on NXT, as you can imagine, uh, some of the matches you will see tonight on NXT, in case you have not seen it yet, will include the following, it will be Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano taking on Tino Sabatelli, Lacey Evans taking on Bianca Belair. No Way Jose will take on Laura Sullivan. And in our feature match, and this is a match that should be really, really good and should steal the show tonight, however, it will be the ROH boys, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish with Adam Cole, baby, baby. Yes, how many times can you say that without your tongue getting tied? It'll be Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish with Adam Cole, baby, baby, if you will, taking on the UK duo of Mr. Tyler Bate and Trent Seven in a very unique tag team matchup. So, folks, 
Uh, NXT looks like it's going to be a very pretty good show tonight from top to bottom uh, in more ways than one. So definitely uh, you don't want to miss that as well. Uh, some other news going on, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as non-WWE news go. I'm going to get into some of that discussion right now, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, earlier this week, of course, Impact Wrestling announced that coming up on November 4th, excuse me, not 4th, 5th, they will be hosting their Bound for Glory event in our good friend Gerard T. Smith's neck of the woods, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, at the Aberdeen Pavilion. Unfortunately, however, they have not yet announced, however, if there will be TV tapings, uh, prior to that or even after that show that night, however, like later that week. But as of right now, we can tell you right now that coming up on November 5th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Aberdeen Pavilion, however, they will be doing a very special NXT, not NXT, excuse me, they will be doing a very special Global Force, uh, uh, like I said, show there that night, ladies and gentlemen, however, in uh, uh, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, they will be doing Bound for Glory 2017. And uh, we have already heard uh, early rumors that Alberto El Patron, formerly Alberto Del Rio, if you will, WWE superstar, uh, could be returning that night, we understand. Uh, in what capacity and what role, we really don't know as of yet. Uh, but we will definitely be watching that very, very carefully, if you will, and letting you know uh, what could be happening there. Uh, of course, uh, like we said, I believe tickets are on sale now for that show. Uh, of course, we'll definitely be watching this very carefully. Of course, uh, last week, as you know, uh, TNA, of course, had a very interesting show, only drawing 239,000 viewers, of course, up from 227 the week before. Uh, the week before, they did 227, as they had um, also done 268,000 viewers prior to that. Uh, some other news going on in TNA, of course, or Global Force, whatever you want to call it, of course, as you know, a few weeks ago, Jeff Jarrett announced that he was taking a leave of absence, of course, with the company, and as a result, as of now, the creative team has been listed as the following. Sanjay Dutt, Scott D'Amore, uh, Dirty Dutch Mantel, a.k.a. Zeb Coulter, Jeremy Borash, and Chris Parks, a.k.a. Abyss. Uh, Gubrick, of course, better known to you all back in the WWE days as big, has been put in charge of the team, however, because of Jeff Jarrett giving an indefinite leave of absence. As of now, we do not know uh, if these guys will stay in charge with the front office for the time being until Jeff Jarrett returns. But right now, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, we will be watching this very, very carefully. However, like you said, ladies and gentlemen, these guys are now running the show there in GFW. Uh, some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen, of course. Uh, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, this week, of course, uh, this week, of course, on Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, will be the Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view. And the big match that is being discussed right now, and I know Michelle, if she was here, she'd be excited to give her two cents about this, I'm sure, is the big upcoming RH title matchup involving Cody Rhodes. Yes, folks, Cody Rhodes, Stardust, if you will, however, the brother of Dustin Reynolds, a.k.a. the bizarre one, Goldust, if you will, will be taking on Minoru Suzuki for the ROH title. And I'll tell you what, folks, that should be a great, great matchup this Friday night in Vegas at Sam's Town. Uh, I believe that's called Sam's Town Arena, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to get the information on that right now. Uh, but I do understand that tickets for uh, that show in Vegas, I believe, are still up for sale right now, unless they've already sold out. But they will be there this Friday in Sin City, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, be sure to check it out. Do not miss this if you're in the Vegas area, however. Uh, like I said, it should be a great, great show coming up this weekend 
if you're in the Las Vegas area. I'm going to talk more about that in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to get the information on the lineup for this Sunday show, or excuse me, not this Sunday show, this Friday night show, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. However, as far as ROH goes, again, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be coming up Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. However, in fact, however, we have got the following matches listed for this uh, coming week here in Vegas. In fact, it'll be held at Samstown Live, and here are the matches that you will see. As we mentioned, it will be Cody versus Minoru Suzuki for the ROH title, which should be a great match. Kashuda versus Kenny Kane for the TV title of ROH. That should be a great match also. The Young Bucks and Adam Page will defend the six-man tag team titles against the winner of the match below. The Kingdom versus Bully Ray and the Briscoes for a shot at those titles. That will be a killer match. I can tell you right now, that might steal the show there if it's not Suzuki and Cody. I mean, all these matches are looking pretty good so far from what I see. And a last man standing match, it will be Silas Young taking on Jay Lethal. Jay White takes on Punishment Martinez. Chucky T versus Marty Squirrel, however. And I believe we have one more match. I'm just trying to get this information here, folks. But, again, that will be coming up this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, however, at uh, Samstown Live however, in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. If you're in the area, we'd love to hear from you, however, if you are... Fans of ROH, however, like some of us are, how are here on the radio network, we'd love to hear your thoughts, too. Uh, give us a call right now and tell us what match you're looking forward to. Uh, like I said, I don't watch ROH that much, but uh, some of these guys I kind of recognize from their past with uh, Global Force and, of course, WWE and other federations. But I'll tell you what, folks, uh, again, I think that six-person tag, however, is going to be a great match between uh, Adam Page and his colleagues, including Bully Ray, but the match I think that will really steal the show and could really be a 20-25, maybe even a 30-minute affair, is the big main event involving Minoru Suzuki and uh, Cody Rhodes. I think those guys are going to tear it down in Vegas. I think they're going to really give everyone something to cheer for, and at the end of the night, however, I think Cody's going to find a way to either get out of Vegas still in one piece and hold on to that each title a little longer, or we could be looking at a new champion in Minoru Suzuki. I don't know. But I'm telling you what, folks, it is going to be a blockbuster of a match. You can bet on that, and I'll tell you right now, that is one match that is definitely going to be one of the most exciting matches of the entire weekend, hands down. Um, Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we mentioned, however, and we have talked about most of the week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we did lose a particular WWE and former WCW Hall of Famer uh, this past week, ladies and gentlemen, in the form of one Bobby the Brain Heenan. We'll talk about him in just a second, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, right now, however, um, I'm going to check uh, real quick if we've got any other matches on the show. Uh, apparently we didn't, so okay, so we're good there, uh, like I said. So, folks, uh, we're good there, like I said. Uh, I think we're going to have a pretty good lineup this week in uh, Vegas. So, again, folks, uh, if you have any questions, however, you want to talk about some of these matches I've just listed, however, for the ROH uh, big show, uh, Death Before Dishonor, that is coming up Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, in Sin City. I'd love to hear from you right now in more ways than one. Um, before we wrap it up tonight, however, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about this and have talked about this most of the week here on all of our shows, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we did mention, and I just did mention, however, a few moments ago, uh, we did lose a very special legend this past week in the form of one, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Of course, Bobby was a great gentleman, better known to you all as Raymond James Heenan, or simply known as the Weasel. Uh, he managed superstars back in the day like Kurt Henning, Ric Flair, uh, Nick Falk, Winkle Race, 
Stevens, among others, however. Uh, like I said, however, um, nevertheless, however, uh, you talk about a very interesting uh, person, however, that really uh, was one of my all-time favorites. I mean, this is a guy who I grew to respect and admire uh, during his career, if you will. Uh, he was uh, one of a kind, no doubt about it. He definitely brought a lot of ang- he brought a lot of joy, brought a lot of happiness, and he also brought a lot of tears and emotion too. And uh, one of my favorite moments of Bobby, however, has to go back to maybe uh, when he uh, first saw him in the old AWA territory. In fact, I'm gonna pull a clip up right now if I can find it here in just a second, however, and I'm gonna show it right now, ladies and gentlemen, or play it for you here on the show. When uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan had a chance to uh, talk about uh, some uh, moments that were, well, let's just say unique. In fact, this is one of my favorite moments, however, with him and his longtime friend, Mean Gino, from from 19, when when he made some comments about certain things. So right now we're going to play you a few sound bites of Bobby's greatest moments. And this is the first moment we're going to play for you from 19. So, folks, uh, if you've never heard this before, you're in for a treat, ladies and gentlemen. So here's Bobby Heenan with Mean Gino from 1981. Young man from down in neighboring Milwaukee, a very impressive athlete in the Olympics. I'm talking about Lorenz Susi, Bobby Heenan. You've got a big smile on your face tonight. Impressive in the Olympics. Who cares about watching a bunch of children wrestle? Who cares about the Olympics? Oh, it's a great thing for the country, but who cares about Lorenz Susi? What's his name? Lorenz Susi. Can you, you imagine? Nine months they had to come up with another name, and that's the best they could do. Lorenz. That's the most important thing they could come up with in nine months. Shows you the mentality of a parent. Of course, you went to the University of Wisconsin, right? In so, Madison. Don't take a whole lot to get in there. I guess you have to be able to, the entrance exam, you have to be able to write your name in three different colors of crayon. I could care less your wrestling ability. I could care about your amateur background. You're in the ring now with a professional. I'm going to go behind that man so much, he's going to think he's stuck in a revolving door. I'm going to take him down, take him around, show him the town. I'm going to reverse the neck, snap his neck. I'm going to dislocate both his shoulders. Then I might just paintbrush until my hands are swollen shut. But another good news for you and everybody else. I have signed. I went to Japan in July. I was there the whole month. Where are that? I'm not aware of what you're aware of. I'm aware of my business. I went to Japan in July, and I signed the most lucrative contract for Nick Bockwinkle in the history of professional wrestling for any world champion. He's going to defend his title in Germany, and he's going to defend his title in Japan, and I pulled it off. That's why I'm manager of the year four times in a row. And high flyers, you can run. But there's no place to hide. You're running like you're running now like rats. The water level's coming up to your belly, and you got no place to hide. That was one of Bobby's funnier moments in the AW. Here's another one between him and Mean Gene from 1985. But certainly you're going to be in town, considering all that is taking place on Introduce this card. me. Bobby the Brain Heenan from Beverly Hills, California. Adrian Adonis, the latest acquisition in your particular stable. We're not talking about the cow palace. That's where the wrestling's going to be. Family, that's I'm right. sorry. I beg your not pardon. not where I hang out at a stable. Maybe that's where Uncle Elmer enjoys dining. That's not where I enjoy it. Now, Adrian Adonis is a new acquisition to the Bobby Heenan family mm-hmm. because a man needed some guidance. For a long time, he'd been pushed the wrong way by the wrong people, but now he's got me. And he's going to the top. He's going to solve all his problems. You can bet on that, pal. Orndorff against Rowdy Roddy Piper. The $25,000 bounty that you've put is up. right here. 
$25,000. Any chance I could take a look at the money? Yes, you can. All right. And keep, well, put your hands down, though. Sir, you look a little shady. Okay. Can I help you with that at all? Sure enough. In single. And I'll take... On mark. Wait, hold it just a second. Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan, run it off. No. Wait a minute. Let me tell you that no-good, low-life piece of trash. That's exactly what I think of him. And that's exactly what I think about you, Roddy Piper. Call yourself Hot Rod. But my favorite of Bobby Heenan's promos, however, occurred, of course, had to have happened Christmas Day, 1976, however. And, of course, this was when things got interesting between him, Nick Bockwinkle, and one Ray Stevens. This was held 10 days after I was born in 1976 with, once again, me and Gene conducting the interview. Let's listen in on this great moment. Ladies and gentlemen, our special guests at this time... Ray the Crippler Stevens, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and Nick Bockwinkle, the world's heavyweight wrestling champion. When you mention his name, the next name you think of is the number one challenger in professional wrestling today, of course, former champion, Vern Gagne. Listen, that's only your... You know, what you said just now is the truth. When you say Nick Bockwinkle, the world's heavyweight champion, it is only natural you think of who? The man who lost that title to me and lost it I'd like to say honorably, but I'm not sure that the things that Vern Gagne does are honorable anymore. It is pathetic when people like Gagne, who is supposed to be a great wrestling champion during his time, a man of skill and scientific ability, like my Via and like others, turn vicious. Gagne, is it such a pathetic situation that you must put aside all your fantastic wrestling ability that you were given credit for and to take and have to go what, the ring post, the floor, the chair, the table? Are you so desperate? Are you so shot down that this is all you have left? My sympathy. Hey, you know, Stephen. I wish I would have been. Let me interject a part from my mind. I would hate to be in Vern Gagne's shoes. Every day of his life, he's torn apart inside. He walks up and down the streets. He goes to airports. People don't even know who he is anymore. They do sing the praises of Nick Bockley. And it's eating away inside he isn't it, Gagne. You want that title belt, the heavyweight championship of the world so bad, you can taste it. They all want it, Robert. They all want it. All you got to do is come before us and beg. Then we'll consider. And I doubt if you'll ever see it or get that close to it again. I feel sorry they for I feel sorry for Ladies and gentlemen, a free young man from California, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Ray Stevens, world champion, Nick Bockwinkle. As was evident during this interview, things were not all right with the family, at least as far as Stevens was concerned. Things would come to a head a short time later, right in the middle of the ring. I'd like to present this on behalf of uh, Stanley Blackburn and uh, the entire AWA, the trophy for the manager of the year, Mr. Bobby Heenan. Bobby, I'd like to be the first congratulations. Terrific. Congratulations, baby. Congratulations, partner. Well, there's the presentation. What, Bill? This is the third year in a row, I believe, that Bobby Heenan has won this title. Yeah, uh, Nick Bockwinkle, a champion, has something to say. Sir Robert of Heenan, it is my pleasure to be able to congratulate you personally in front of all of the hundreds of thousands of humanoids because you so richly deserve it. Needless to say, you have brought, and brought 
uh, Duncan Mendoza to the championship. You've brought me to the championship. And my sincere congratulations. You know, Bobby, I want to congratulate If it wasn't for Nick Bockwinkle, Black Jack Lanza, Bobby Duncan, and everybody in my family, I would not have made manager of the year. Because of you, Nick Bockwinkle, being the AWA heavyweight champion of the world, Duncan, Lanza, great. I'm talking out here. Listen, you little... Holy smokes! What in the world? Ladies and gentlemen, look at this! Nick Buckman, Ray Stevens... I try to get out of the way here. Ray Stevens has taken off on Bobby the Brain Heenan, kicking away just through Nick Buckwinkle, and now Stevens absolutely gone berserk. Bobby the Brain Heenan is absolutely... He's hurt, and Ray... Now I'm going to talk. And as far as he is concerned, this represents my Oh, wow. For months now, they've been putting me in the background, treating me like an idiot, won't let me talk. And there's all kinds of things going on that nobody knows about, and I'm fed up with it. I'll tell you my what. This is my trophy. This was presented to me. Look what's left of it. The guy goes berserk for nothing. This is my trophy. This is my day. I was manager here in 76. He keeps interrupting me. He had nothing to say. All I want to do is talk. Congratulate my champion. Well, he thinks by busting this, he's out of family. You're right. You're out of this family as far as I'm concerned. And so there you have it, folks. Ray Stevens kind of, uh, well getting his two cents across to Bobby Heenan and Nick Bockwinkle, despite the fact these three were a great trio together. Ray Stevens had had enough of being, let's just say, a, uh, well, one of the guys, however, that was being used, however, in the Heenan family and felt that he wasn't being used right, however. And he took it out, of course, on Bobby and, of course, Nick Bockwinkle, the AWA champion. But, of course, that was probably one of my favorite factions other than him joining up later on with guys like Stud, Bundy, and, of course, Andre the Giant and Mr. Wonderful. So, there you have it, folks, some great moments and memories of one particular Bobby the Brain Heenan. As we close it out tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I said it earlier uh, this past week on Wrestling Revisited and also on Raw Radio. And I'm going to say it again one more time here, and I'm sure I'm going to say it again another time tomorrow night, however, on uh, Top Heel Inc. at 7 p.m. Bobby the Brain was definitely a -a one-of-a-kind person both on and off camera. What you see is what you got. And sure, some people didn't like him or didn't respect him. Most people did, however. But as an overall person goes, however, I just want to say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, Bobby Heenan, for making us fans of you. Thank you for making us laugh with you, cry with you, and even smile with you. With all the shenanigans you pulled over the years, however. And now that you have left us, however, we can only say, however, even though the memories are still going to be there forever, however, it won't be the same, however. But as I said, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this directly, however. If it wasn't for guys like you, however, we wouldn't have some of the greatest wrestling managers of all time. Guys like the Grand Wizard. Captain Lou Albano, Jimmy Hart, Paul Heyman, Paul Ellering, uh, J.J. Dillon, among others. And when it came to commentating with guys that you worked with back in the day, like Mean Gene, and of course uh, guys like uh, Vince McMahon and also uh, Gorilla Monsoon, 
You were definitely one of a kind, Bobby. You were definitely one of a kind. So, on that note, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us so much to live for. And we will never forget you. Godspeed, Bobby. Amen. Okay. Speaking of Bobby Heenan, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you out, however, mind you, with one of his uh, very unique themes, however. And I think it's only fitting that we play this song in honor of Bobby. I do want to thank everyone for listening in tonight. Of course, we'll be back in the debate chair, ladies and gentlemen, however. Coming up, of course, next week, however, with another great topic. So be sure to check us out, ladies and gentlemen. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're ready to take you out now with Bobby the Brain Heenan's music, however. Actually, we're going to do this a little different tonight. You know, we're going to do a little bit of a different theme, however. This is one of Bobby's longtime uh, family members we're going to play for you. Because right now I know this is the one person that Bobby, next to Nick Bockwinkle and Ray Stevens, he had a chance of uh, being in the corner of. It is Hall of Famer Ravishing Rick Rude. And just like the brain who was brilliant, however, Rick Rude was definitely a decent guy. Some people thought so, some people didn't think so. Hey, you're entitled to your opinion. But we're going to play Ravishing Rick Rude's theme out in honor of Bobby the Brain here, one of Bobby's longtime clients. So again, Bobby, thank you for the memories. We will never forget you, and we will always remember you. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we're ready to close up shop for the evening. And so, all I can say is this. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman saying so long from inside, and we'll talk to you later on on Wrestling Revolution. Good night, everyone. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.